Hey guys, Joshua Miller here. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. It doesn't cost a thing to download. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Podcast, and many, many more. It automatically will send them to those. You can make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. You don't have to click and drag from one to another and have several open and use it. It's all in one place for you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks. Have a great day. sisters in Christ. Um, hope you're having a blessed day. Um, hope that you're uh, ready to serve the Lord and ready to go to church and forsake not the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, uh, as we see that day approaching. I hope that you would serve the Lord and uh, follow Him today. Uh, today's uh, podcast is going to be more of an information podcast, uh, not a sermon. Um, I want to give you a couple of resources and just give you a couple of uh, uh, updates to what I've done recently. So, but let's remember 1 Peter 5 5 says, Ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. We have a have a responsibility to learn and in order to grow wisdom for the young people. And the best way to do that is to look to older people who have more experience than us that can teach us a few lessons and we can learn by their mistakes and not have to make the same mistakes ourselves. And wisdom teaches us to do that. And we have plenty of, as Christians, those that are uh, Christ followers, elders who are wise and mature in Christ that live in the spirit that we can learn from. So that's a word of encouragement and advice for today. Um, I don't know if you've heard, but the, uh, heard about the, uh, freedom truckers, the freedom convoy, uh, they met in Ottawa yesterday and i'm still hearing word from that but it's i don't know i was getting reports of ten thousand truckers i got a report i think joe rogan mentioned thirty thousand truckers i know that upwards of ninety thousand truckers are out of a job so the truckers have band together and in a convoy and there's a world record convoy and they've been they've been they're traveling across from west 
to east to Ottawa. They had been in this convoy for like seven days and the media wasn't reporting it. It was like a complete media blackout until up till yesterday. So I heard about it, I think, uh, through another podcast. Um, definitely not mainstream. And then finally, Fox News reported about it, reported on it, I think, yesterday. Tucker Carlson, I think, um, reported it. I watched a clip from Peter, uh, from Tucker Carlson, sorry, reporting on it, speaking to the spokesperson of the convoy. And of course, they were urging people to stay, to be peaceful, because it's not about violence, but about freedom. They're against any mandates that are against freedom. And any tyranny. So they stood up against the prime minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau, who was too scared to, uh, uh, to confront them. He left with, I I heard the excuse was that he had COVID or something and he had to go quarantine. So he left, left the capital there anyway. So I'm glad to see the support and thousands of people stepping up, thousands of Canadians stepping up. I know there was, uh, several hundred, maybe a few thousand of truckers, U.S. truckers also meeting them. And I'm, I still don't know the the amount of truckers that went. I think it was about 600 truckers from here, from South Carolina, went to meet them and to, at the border. So it's good. What that shows is that the people, citizens, are fed up with the tyrannical rule and they're going to do something about it. Now we need more. First of all, we need to get on our knees and pray and follow 2 Chronicles 7.14, which says, If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves, will pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. God says, I will hear from heaven. He says, I will forgive them of their sins, and I will heal their land. It doesn't matter whether it was tyrannical rule it doesn't matter if it's covid if it's a plague god nothing is too big for god to handle and he said he would do it but he expects us to take action get on our knees humble ourselves pray seek his face and he will take care of the rest so i'm glad to see american citizens we need more americans to do this though we don't have enough yet uh, there were a certain hospital, I can't remember the name, so I'm not going to mention the name, but the hospital was mandating the the vaccine or, and 700 of their empl- nurses walked out. So uh, keep that up until we break the big pharma and big government. Um just it's going to be non-compliance all the way we have in our u.s constitution a provision the second amendment which prevents the government from uh taking our freedom from us and hopefully more and more people will realize that and support it and realize that, wait a second, that's why we haven't been put in concentration camps like Australia 
is because we still have our guns and we're not backing down. God inspired our founding fathers to support the people and the citizens, and they made provisions knowing what a tyrannical government, what a dictator would do. They had to fight a dictator. They had to give up their lives and their fortunes so that we could be free. I'm not about to let that go to waste. All right, so the I went to a, a training, and I'm supporting uh, Mark Burns for Congress in our district here in South Carolina. And he's a pastor here in the area, and he's tired of it, and we're supporting faith, family, and freedom. So we had this meeting, this training. I just want to tell you a little bit about it, and maybe if you have something in the area, you could maybe your region starts start one up or attend one and get some get support first of all it's we need to get on knees and confess our sins to christ and follow him that's first we need to repent of our sins in the country every country needs to look to god for guidance and for salvation too many people think that we need to get god out of government but that's the problem with government is that they've kicked god out so we had a meeting and this uh, led by um, Kurt Shelley and it is the facile it's a political uh, hold on I'm trying to look up my notes A uh, Mark Burns for Congress campaign team meeting them for the Foundation for Applied Conservative Leadership Training. And the, the, the emphasis of it was to be trained as a conservative political activist, to be politically feared by rhinos, liberal left, city, county, and school board members. So this training and it actually took a whole day of training it was eight hours of training and from the uh, foundation for applied conservative leadership and they've been doing this for several years they'll go around the country training um, groups organizations on how to 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 run a campaign that was what the 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 subject was today was a campaign uh, there's other training classes for uh, leadership training and this was about campaigns the how to build a campaign how to end a campaign and what it should be involved with the point being i don't i'm not a politician and i'm, I'm a pastor but this sort of information would is beneficial on how to make a difference in our my local city or county county board and put the pressure on them because there's too much wickedness going on in these areas at the school board meeting they're 
pushing the critical race theory and I've had enough of it. They're pushing the, the transgender movement. And again, if you listen to my sermon that YouTube deleted, you'll understand that the transgender movement is not about them. It's not about the minority because how in this world could a minority so small, 2% of people in the United States, how could 2% of people run the whole country and push their agenda on everybody? It's about the government's agenda. The transgender movement is part of the government's agenda to destroy the family, destroy the nucleus of the family the way God intended it. He intended God first, Jesus, salvation through Jesus Christ, the Son of God, then the man, the father, the husband as the head of the house, being head of the house, and then the wife, the mother, being second in line but working together equally, the wife being the helpmeet to the husband, and then the children in order underneath the mother in that order that's the way god intended it that's how a family works that's how a family runs but if it's out of order or half the family it doesn't work efficiently like god intended it so their agenda is to destroy it because they're trying to destroy our country but we need to put god first and family first faith family freedom and use our time talent and treasures for God to be an influence in our community, our city, our county, and our state. As Christians, Christ followers, we are supposed to be the influence. We are supposed to be the salt of the earth. Jesus said so himself. So I went to this training. I learned a a lot on those lines. It was helpful. And so it'll help me put some more pressure on the political sphere of things. And be, because for primarily because of these, uh, the freedom that they're, they're encroaching on our freedom through this um, um, mass mandates, vaccine mandates, vaccine passports. Um, the vaccines are, they're not vaccines, first of all, but they are killing people. And there's going to be mass deaths here soon. I hope not. I pray not. But the way things are going, the evidence that we have, there's going to be mass deaths from those jabs here pretty soon. And we're already starting to see it. So warn everyone you can, definitely do not let anyone beg them, plead them not to give their children these jabs. That would be the most, it could probably hold them accountable for uh, crimes against humanity if they do that, for manslaughter if they do that, because it's murder. They Children do not need it. There's been over 400 soccer players um, footballers that have died on the field somewhere in that neighborhood. There's been over like a hundred pilots that have died from it. Um, just it, it keeps adding up. So please, please consider it. 
and don't take it. Please warn everyone you can. Um, also, being in this meeting, I was able to speak to another group. It's called Freedom Med. At least on Telegram, I found them as Freedom Med Chat. And it's a bunch of nurses that are getting together and they have resources that are capable of giving you the power to take your loved one out of this hospital system. What I've learned up to this point, I've been waiting from all the information I heard for over the past year, couple years of these concentration camps. Well, we've seen them evident in Australia and they've actually started detaining people in these camps. They're called health wellness camps. One of them's Howard Springs Wellness Center, I think is what it's called. Anyway, they've been throwing people in there, whether they're positive or not, because it's not about your health. It's about power and taking the country over and putting it under tyrannical rule. But first, what they did was took their guns. So I've been waiting on that to see more camps pop up around here. And of course, there's rumors of them. But I came to realize that the hospitals are the camps. They are the gulags. I've come to realize that the Dr. Fauci with his protocol, that was the intent originally. And that's why those thousands of people died in the nursing homes in New York. That's why we've seen thousands of people die in the hospital on the ventilator is because the hospitals are the death camps. Their agenda is to make as much money off of you as they can. They will, they make money on the PCR test because it's wrong. It's always, it's what more than 90% false. Anyway, the CDC, uh, deemed it useless and they keep using it. So they make money on the PCR test. Then if they get you to test positive, then they put you on the ventilator. So they make about $30,000 hooking you up to the ventilator. And then after that, they make money with the remdesivir, which fills your kidneys with water, stops your kidneys, which causes your body to fill with water, which causes your lungs to fill with water, which a lot of doctors were mistaking for pneumonia, which was actually the remdesivir doing it. And then it kills you. Then they make money on you dying. And I've also heard of reports that certain hospitals have been organ harvesting and data that we've get from China states that they make $65 million on one body organ harvesting. And that's huge in China and People from all over the world will pay them for people's organs and they're killing them for their organs. They're not dying of another sickness not related to that organ. They're killing people who are alive, healthy, removing their organs. It's sick. It's wicked. And we've got to stop it. So that's what I realized is that the hospitals are death camps. So I have a couple of people that I've been possibly having, I might have to physically go and remove them from the hospital. 
So I was able to get resources from this lady there. It's Freedom Med Chat on Telegram. And they give you ways and resources to self-medicate or find a doctor who will medicate and support you with actual nutrition and actual medicine that will actually stop COVID and prevent your ailment and not kill you in the hospital. So anyway, it's Freedom Med Chat. Another one is uh, American frontlinenurses.com and they have resources there. Another one is Dr. Brian Artis show. If you pull up his podcast show, Dr. Brian Artis show on the website, you'll see he has immediately first page has advocate and ad, a way to connect with an advocate that will help your loved one, your relative in the hospital, either get them the care they need there or remove them to, to a hospital that will. So if you look up those resources, uh, you should, you have power through that to be, to help your loved one. Who's can't, who's helpless for themselves. The hospitals will try to convince you that you have no power, no power of attorney. The families have are powerless. The hospital's in control and that they will leave your loved one in there alone by themselves. Uh, for example, the one that, that I'm dealing with now has, they won't let any family members see them at all because they labeled them COVID and they've blocked anyone out from seeing them. And they immediately put them on, uh, well, they didn't put on the, in this case, didn't put them on the ventilator yet. Uh, I made sure they, they, uh, pushed the hospital to not give them remdesivir. So they, they've, as far as they know, but of course they won't let them in. They haven't given them remdesivir yet because we're putting pressure on them. So pray for the matter. And I'll be praying for you, the situations, if you would, if you want to email me at joshuaministry741 at gmail.com, I can pray for your situation or maybe give you some resources for your situation, depending on where you are. Um, these resources are for the United States and, but prayers for the world, the globe, and maybe through this, there might be someone in your area listening. will have resources for you wherever you're at, but we all need to stand together as the body of Christ under his leadership and push back against the, the dictators of the world the one world government, the great reset that they're trying to do, but we can resist it and we can prevent them. So thanks for listening. I know this is a little bit different than a, a devotion or a sermon, um, but I would like to give you the resources to help you out because I am a shepherd and I help the flock of Christ. And that's what I, that's what I'm here for. So I thank you for listening to the podcast. Please share it, comment on the, the podcast and, uh, uh, get in, t in touch with me through my email and I'll leave you with a prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you for today. Thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for what you've done for us, what you've given us. I thank you for these brave men and women that are stepping up against the tyrannical rule and against these dictators that are trying to, whatever country it is, it's, it's, 
it's global. It's not just here in the U.S. It's not just our president This that's that was uh, uh, removed from office. Um, the elected one was kicked out and a selected one put it in his place. But we know you're in charge, you're in control, and we're waiting for your guidance. But you've called us to take action while we wait and not to be a stump or a couch potato, but to take action, to be the salt of the world. Because you said if our salt, the salt has lost its flavor, that it's thrown out into the road and stomped on. And that's not us. We're not going to be that. We're going to move. We're going to work. We're going to use the resources and use the, the what we have to honor and glorify you and what we say and what we do. We're going to honor and glorify you through our prayer. We're going to humble ourselves on our knees. We're going to pray. We're going to seek your face. We're going to turn from our wicked ways. We're going to repent. Say, I'm sorry, Lord, for disobeying you. I'm sorry, Lord, for doing wrong. I'm sorry, Lord, for maybe following these, this liberal agenda for some time, but I repent. I turn away. Repentance is a 180-degree turn from our sins and turning to the Lord and Savior of our lives, Jesus Christ. Thank you for what you've done, Lord, what you've given us. I thank you for the freedom that we still have here and that we pray that we would step up, that the people would see what they need to do and step up and join the the patriots to preserve our freedom and regain the freedoms that we've lost. We give you the glory and the praise in Jesus name. Amen. All right. Thank you for listening again. You can contact me at Joshua ministry, seven, four, one at gmail.com. Have a blessed day.